I like how it's got the big motivation on yeah. the intro. And all I want to do today is hide under a rock <laughs> and stay there until, yeah. you know, all this shit is gone. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. That's not a good way to start, but yes, I feel the same. I <laughs> kind of, I'm starting to get my basement bunker ready just in case. No kidding, eh? It's like, uh, you oh, know, one thing after scary. the other, after the other, like we, you know, we're just getting off with getting done with COVID stuff and, you know, we're getting back to normal and yeah. then bam, you know, <laughs> Russia. <laughs> Yeah, we have a new uh, issue going on in the Ukraine, which is su that it is super scary, though. And I know, like I was telling you, my mother is having PTSD because uh, she can't watch the news as she hears the sirens and the bombs and things going off. It brings her right back to the Second World War when Stalin was taking over the yeah. Baltic states and they were escaping. So she was 11 at the time, but she remembers every detail of it. So. Yeah, I would scary. I would think that would really uh, do a number on anybody who's gone through stuff like that. You know, it's yeah, uh, yeah um, uh, it's funny because uh, I um, in my in my work with uh, Versicore, um, so I do sometimes um, have uh, some people that I work with. Uh, if I have an overload of of work, if here we're all tied up and and. You know, so mm -hmm. I hire some some freelancers sometimes, and one of them is actually you. Um, I was talking to him yesterday and uh, making sure, like, I sent him a message to see how he's doing and um, uh, if he was out of there. And uh, sure enough, he's he's uh, he's crossed over to Poland right now, um, but he's safe. And I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm thankful that you're okay, you know. But um, yeah. he said it's really uh, it's really bad out there, and uh, like. It was it was a big ordeal to uh, to get out of there, but he's talking about going back and fighting. You know, yeah, as yeah. he's a young young guy. So, yeah, so many of them are doing that. Yeah, quite a few people I think have left from Canada actually, if they've got Ukrainian dis uh, backgrounds and gone back there. So, well, it's very scary. Not even uh, only Ukrainian background, but, uh, you know, I've seen some of my friends like uh, Brock Frost has mentioned that he was uh, he was taking a plane flying over there to uh, to Poland to see if he can help in any way. You know, so um, it's good to see people getting involved and, and doing more than the the constant, you know, not that I not that i'm undermining the 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 power of prayer here yeah. but you know when you're always saying oh thoughts and prayers are with you thoughts and we need to do more than thoughts and prayers we need to do action actions and and you know like i'm i'm trying to find a way to get involved somehow and to help like i want to do more than just pray you know <laughs> yeah but they got to be very careful how much help and and how far they go like different countries and stuff right now because well uh, yeah putin is, is seeing everything as an act of war although yeah, yeah he's the one who's kind of declared war you know i know it's like oh no the sanctions it's it's like declaring declaring a war on russia okay well um <clears throat> Hello, you, you, you've gone in first, you know, you yeah. declared the war. Anyways, uh, Putin is a hell of a number, man. Yeah, it's really scary. Really scary. Yeah, I think he's, uh, like a lot of people are saying, oh, no, he's, he's, he's quite intelligent. And I just think he's a madman. Oh, my mother was saying, like, 
he wants to make Russia the superpower that it was uh, many years ago. But the thing is, I was listening to another thing, too, that said, you know, the world has moved on, but Putin hasn't. So, well, and that's exactly it. You know, he, he was a KGB agent. So, you know, he's very um, from that era, you yeah. know, so um, he wants it back. And if he takes Ukraine, there is no telling what comes next right yeah well i mean there is telling what comes next like everything yeah. else comes next <laughs> he's gonna try for for poland estonia he's gonna yeah. try for everything anyway yeah. that's a uh, motivational for this morning for you yeah wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute here we go i have him ready he's in a he's in his own little frame now so we can use him oh. anytime. nice <laughs> i got a cute little frame cute all right doggy <laughs> Yeah, it just makes me smile. If I have those minutes there that I'm feeling down and I look at my dog with the flowers, it helps. <laughs> it always helps. It doesn't take much to cheer you up, my Lisa. He's cheered up. Cheered All up. these days, yeah. I have to cheer myself up. Yeah. Hey, so I was seeing your your adventures this uh, this uh, this past weekend. Well, starting Thursday, you had quite a bit of uh, little outs and abouts here and there, eh? I'm trying to get myself out there again. Like, I mean, I used to do it all the time, pre-COVID, kind of as COVID things were changing. And then I, I, I figured, well, if I don't have to go, I'm not going to go. But I really, really wanted to check out the market. So, yes, I went Thursday. And uh, the Cornwall, Cornwall Waterfront, Cornwall Farmers Waterfront, market. I can't even say it, Cornwall Waterfront Farmers Market. Yeah is now located at the square at the Cornwall square in the marketplace on the first floor every thursday from 3 to 6 30. and it was a good start it was small but it was a great start and you know what it felt good because you see some of the vegetables coming out and and the farmers i was gonna market... ask are there really like fruits and veggies yeah cornerstone organic had lettuce and and greens and stuff but just the feel that the market is starting means that spring is just around the corner. It's it's awesome. So they're going to be there from now until May. And then, I mean, last year they were in Lamoureux Park, so I'm not sure what the plan is. But we're going to be getting uh, her. She's going to be writing again for us. So we'll get okay. the updates on what's going on every week. So. Cool. And it's upstairs at the, the no, no, it's, or is, it's downstairs. Or is it? okay. You know where the marketplace is? You go downstairs. Um, I think it used to be Le Chateau downstairs. Yeah. Le Chateau. Uh-huh. It's right in there. Okay. They've got it split and they do a lot of small trade shows in there. So they've got the whole area split into sections uh -huh. with plastic in between and plastic on the front. So it's, it's, you it's a very safe feeling. It's a, cool. and it was a nice feeling. Nice. So, yeah, I checked that out. And then I did a little out and about. Where was I? Did you see that one? Yes. Yeah, I know exactly I, where you were. Yeah, but what a nice layout. You knew where I was from the coats in the front, from the front part. But when you go in the back of the Salvation Army, they've uh -huh. got it completely changed now. Yeah, I know. I wasn't there just last week. Uh, we went to, uh, you know, I go periodically to check it out. And uh, yeah, yeah I saw they, they've changed all the stuff. It's it's completely different. Yeah, it's a very nice, clean layout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very nice. Absolutely. So I'm curious to see if they're going to do anything with the clothes part in the front, which 
it might be harder because they really ha don't have the space, but very impressed at, uh, you know, the color coordination and how everything was placed. It's uh, really good. But the Agape New For You store is the same. They've done a lot of. Oh, they did? Little... I have Yeah, to... they've changed the back oh, as well. So, but I, I love doing those and Serendipity is my go-to place because yeah. again, you're supporting other organizations by buying secondhand. Well, mm -hmm. thrifting thrifting not second yeah hand. yeah no. no i i um i don't remember like the last time i bought a set of clothes that was new like Me i too. and i love it because you know you you um it's 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 kind of like a treasure hunt right you go yeah. in there and then you dig into stuff and then all of a sudden you, whoa you come and there's a freaking ralph lauren yeah. shirt or you know <laughs> and then you're like oh my god you know I know. That's fine. I got like you know. I got some purses. You got me a purse for Christmas. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That were like a name brand. Um. I can't I know. remember the brand. Well, there's a lot of Michael coach Core and Coach purses. They seem yeah, to have coach a lot of Coach Michael Core and yeah. So, anyways, it's it's always fun to uh, to go in there and 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 scramble through the stuff and yeah. find your 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 little and then you feel all happy because you yeah yay I. Gotta well, find my happiest moment was when I bought that Rockaware coat that I had. Oh, in my shut hat up. You came in. Oh, shut up. Six dollars, the warmest coat I have ever had. I can't even put a sweater underneath it. It's got to be a t shirt in the coat because it's warm. Yeah. That, that was my sweater. And it's, it's so beautiful, too. It's gorgeous. I found a coat at the Salvation Army, too, but my zipper broke and I, oh. I'm like so heartbroken because it's, it's so great. But I mean, I think I paid like five dollars for it something like that and it's going to cost me like 20 bucks to put a zipper on it so yeah well might as well get a new coat well i i i did get a new zipper put on that rock away oh I did you how much did it from, cost you it cost me about 29 dollars coat was zero six, but what no i went across the road to um i think it was oh my god you know what a sewing a plus across okay. the road and they're really really good and they're fast and okay. Uh, I kind of knew I would have to put a zipper in it when I bought it. It was one of those that you'd have to fight with it. Yeah. But the coat is so super warm and, and it's my favorite coat. So I had yeah. no problem putting that money into well, it. Well, you know, if you really, really like it, I yeah. guess, you know, Miami, I'll consider it. Anyway, so we have a great guest this morning, people. We are welcoming Senator Bernadette Clément for a catch-up talk. We haven't talked to her in... It's a been a time, year. Right? It's it, been a year. Last year, this oh, time we had her on for uh, Women's Day last yes, year. Yes, right? we did. Because I, we had. I think it was last year. We had our women's writers, like our our writers, and then Bernadette was on with us too. Oh, okay, but yeah. it's been a whole year, and a lot has happened in that year. It has. So we're gonna catch up with her. I'll bring her on the show right now. Good morning, Bernadette. Good morning. Oh my goodness, the <laughs> lady. Women's Day week. Yes, it yes. is. It it's is Women's Day month. <laughs> yeah, the lady that inspires both of us. Wonderful to have you, Bernadette. Always a like smile me. on her face. Look at her, always smiling. Yes, she is. It's, it's always a pleasure to see Bernadette because she just, you know, instantly, like if you're gloomy and you're walking and you see Bernadette, like instantly, it's, it's like you light up because. She's got this big smile, and you just can't <laughs> stay gloomy. Like exactly. she's the opposite of Eeyore. That's a lot of pressure, Julia. I don't know. <laughs> the opposite of Eeyore. 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one, so, of my, uh, one of my questions was, you're always so positive. What's your secret, Tiki? <laughs> um, you know what? I try to be really grateful. Um, even, I mean, there's always something that, yeah. that you can feel grateful for. So it's like little, little bite-sized moments of gratitude um, every day, every, try to do it even every hour just to stay in touch with um, being in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good advice for sure. Being in the moment, like, you know, I, uh, we were, we're always talking, my Lisa and I on how the pandemic has kind of made us realize that, you know, tomorrow is not grant guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And you really got to make the best out of today. Like, you know, today yeah. it's good. Tomorrow might be worse, but, you know, for today, it's yeah. good. <laughs> today we, we deal well, with today. So when I ask somebody how, they're, how they are, I really, I wait for the answer, you know, um, especially these last couple of years, people, people want, some people may want to talk about the stuff that's going on, the good and the bad. And I just think we should make more time for waiting for the answer uh, and engaging. Yeah. As if you have time <laughs> to wait for the uh, answer. Yeah, You're no, busy lady. You, you make you the time. To, you make the time and then yeah. it, you feel better too, you know? And then, yeah, yeah I usually run late though. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. There's a lot of women that run late. We have our plates full, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> so since last time we talked to you, a whole lot of stuff has happened. Yeah. So you've you've moved from being mayor to senator now. Yeah. So how's that been? Um, it's been it's been wild. You know, when you're offered a job um, as a senator, the the offer comes uh, through a personal phone call uh, from the prime minister. So it's Ooh. um, yeah, it's an odd and big moment, and you're never too sure if it is going to be from the prime minister, although that's generally how it works. You're given very little notice. And um, when he called, he, he offered the job and he said, how are you feeling? And the first thing I said to him after like sort of having no words was I feel sad. And he said, what? <laughs> I said, well, I'm going <laughs> oh, to have to, yeah, I mean, really? Uh, and I said, I'm going to have to resign as mayor of Cornwall. And that's been, you know, the gig of a lifetime, particularly during a pandemic. Right. When you're leading during a pandemic, you're you're really bonding with your community. It's not always good. It's hard, um, but it's a special kind of relationship. So it was hard for me to to move on. And it was almost like a grieving period. You know, I had to sort of for the first few days after the announcement, I was afraid to sort of go out and engage with people because I knew that there would be all kinds of reactions of frustration or sadness or how could you leave or so it was. Um, difficult and uh my mom died um almost a year ago now and that um i mean that's a life-changing event at the you know during a regular period of time during a pandemic it was extraordinarily difficult and um not having her to uh, help me with the transition or to share in the joy of of uh, moving from uh you know a job into a senate job what I it's been it's been good and beautiful but also really really difficult nostalgia Mm -hmm. right from 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 your position as mayor but you still live in Cornwall right oh yeah oh yeah I have to I have to I mean it's it's I have to for myself for my heart 
this is my home. And um, Cornwall, the people of Cornwall put me in the Senate. The, the Prime Minister would never not have, have taken notice. He would not have taken notice if the people of Cornwall hadn't done so first, Aww, right? True. Um, so I'm grateful to Cornwall, but I also need, um, you know, to be uh, fed here, you know, in, in terms of my heart and my soul. It needs to fuel my work in the Senate as well. So, yeah, no, I continue to live here and will do so. Continue to yeah. work part time as well. So, yeah, sure. so your roots, you're very well, deeply rooted in the community. And that's good to know because we we love you. Yeah. <laughs> right back no. at you. Yeah. Especially you, two, especially you two. I mean, you two are like, um, you just keep showing up. And that's that's the key. Uh, it takes guts to be in, in high profile positions. It takes guts to sort of say, we are going to be positive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, it well, it's been so hard in the in the last it two years, been. but but when we first started the Seeker, that's one of the things that my Lisa and I, because it it took a long time for the Seeker to get noticed and yeah. get some some recognitions in 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 some areas, and you know, it's a it's a it's a man's world. Let's be honest, and uh, yeah. the media world is is a man's world as well. So we're still struggling in that way. But my Lisa and I will say we'll be. You know, let's 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 get every time something would happen and we would not get noticed and we do something and the other newspapers would get noticed and we don't get direct would go. okay. let's be so good that they won't be able to ignore us. Yeah. Like, you know, just work harder and get so darn good that you can't no longer be ignored. You know, that's often how it is. Right. And and um, (laughs) black people say the same thing. They say. You have to be twice as good to get to get the notice. And that's that's important to note. It's also important to note that that can be really difficult. Right. The pressure that we put on ourselves as women, um, as people of color, um, you know, as part of different minority groups, it's hard. And we have to acknowledge that that's it takes a toll. This this sort of striving for excellence be above and beyond. You got to be careful too. Yeah, and and your spirits get um, kind of down sometimes because you just like you know you get blow after blow after blow, and you keep getting up and showing up, and you know. Showing yeah. up. But but we don't let it uh, discourage us. We we just take it and let it motivate us and 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 do better. We just but like keep like improving. You, like you say, putting pressure on ourselves as women. It's true because lately I've kind of sat back and I thought, why am I worrying about this? Is this going to bother anybody else? Will yeah. anybody even see this? But there's a lot of times that we do do that because especially with the layout of the seeker, we want it to be the best and this and that you know everything the best and then really does Does anybody nobody else notices exactly (laughs) we just do it we do this to ourselves yeah we had a we had a um um a little incident where um because you know everything is hard to find these days there's shortages in all the stuff and so the paper Mm -hmm. for the paper for the magazine (laughs) was in shortage so we had to print on a different paper and we got it and my lisa and i are like i don't know you know i'm not sure that's great and you know it was like who else is going to notice this like they're gonna they're gonna read the articles they don't care yeah because i check with my mother like you know on on did you notice anything different no it was the same it was perfect (laughs) just like always so why were we worrying about it and we stressed so much over that like we did 
So we did. Yeah. Instead of glossy, it was more a bit of a, a, a matte, and it was a big thing to us, but nobody else. But Bernadette, I've got a question for you, and I've wanted to ask this. What is your job as senator? What does a mm. senator do? <laughs> you know, that's a very big question. I, most Canadians don't have an idea of that. And I think no. that that be part of the job that I'm going to do, right, is to, um, starting with my folks in Cornwall, starting to talk to the people here about what it is that a senator does. So we review every piece of legislation that is passed in the House. So when the elected MPs put forward legislation, it has to pass in the House of Commons, and then it has to come to the Senate, and we do a review, every piece of legislation. So we're there as an appointed body. We're not elected for a reason. Um, we're not worrying about the next election or how many votes we're going to need to get to get elected. What we're doing there independently is to review legislation. And that means research. So we can call witnesses on a piece of legislation to find out how that legislation is going to impact communities, how police are going to enforce it, uh, whether nonprofits are going to be able to uh, use it properly. So it's about interviewing witnesses, doing research, and then saying, okay, this is how we would change this legislation, how to make it better. And then we send it back to the House with those amendments, and then they um, have final say. So we're there to review, interrogate, investigate, and then make things better in terms of the legislation. Okay. So to put this concretely, um, so there yeah. is legislation in place right now for the Emergency Act, for example, mm. right? So, well, it, yeah, it's been revoked now, but yes, we were involved in that. Go ahead, go ahead, Julia. So, so you had, so when he put forth this um, proposal or whatever you want to call it, I'm not sure the political term to it, but when he invoked it, uh, it had to yep. go to to you guys. Exactly. So it had to be invoked in the House of Commons, uh, and they had uh, seven days to debate it, right, and to yep. vote on Which it. Which took forever. And <laughs> which took forever, it felt like forever, and yeah. then they sent it to us uh, in the Senate, and then we had the same period of time, seven sitting days, to start debating it and then mm -hmm. vote. Mm -hmm. But by the time, and by the way, I was about to make a speech, like literally about to, to go on and make the speech, <laughs> when um, the Prime Minister was actually speaking at four o'clock on that Wednesday, saying, we're revoking it. So then the debate suspended in the Senate. Um, it was quite, it was about to be the first time I was going to speak. And I had just spent oh. three weeks in Ottawa walking to work through the convoy, right? Yeah. So yeah. there were things that I was going to say in my speech uh, about that experience. Uh, yeah. So the Senate is linked to all legislation, including the Emergencies Act, and linked to the House of Commons. It has to come to us. Okay. And so question, can you stop it from being? Yeah, it's possible that we can, right? So we could have, um, we could have voted no on that Emergencies Act. We had the, that power. It's, it's, it's rare that we would though, right? Because we have respect for the elected officials. Right. Like, the respect that the people who are elected are the ones who, who come forward with the legislation and who have, you know, the ear of the people. So we don't we don't use that power to revoke. What we do is we use that power to improve. Mm 
right? We say, right. yeah, okay, we'll pass this, but here are some amendments that we that we suggest. We can so also if, if, go ahead. Whoops, sorry. So if you felt that it was really an infringement of someone's uh, charter of right, you would have that. You would you you would be able to uh, say, hey, hey, that doesn't fly. Yeah. Because yeah. you're your lawyers, right? Like, is is no. it comprised of lawyers or is it like... There's a lot of lawyers. There's a lot of lawyers. And I have to tell you, uh, the fact that I am a lawyer is helpful, especially when we're um, questioning witnesses. I feel like that's a comfort zone for me. Yeah. Um, but there's a mix. It's a diversity of people in the Senate, which is really cool. So there's engineers, there's entrepreneurs, there's um lawyers doctors um there's artists um so it's just like a blend of people with a blend of backgrounds which makes our conversations super interesting any yeah. journalists mm. <laughs> absolutely they my are, aspiration they are, now <laughs> oh my god there are there are quite a few journalists um and senator paula simons comes to mind she's fabulous on twitter um, journalists are really good about um, also interrogating witnesses. I find they're really good at that. Uh, mm -hmm. And they're very good at, you know, summarizing and investigating. So, yeah, we really lean on each other's backgrounds to cool. uh, inform the work that we do. Yeah, it's a really it's a really cool place. And I need to talk about it more in terms of, of what it is that we do. And it's open to all Canadians, right? It's an application process. Oh, really? Oh, I had no clue. Uh, wow. Yes, it is. Huh. You apply and every Canadian can access the application process. That's awesome. We have a question mm -hmm. from a viewer. Mm -hmm. uh, will Canada be opening its doors to all of the Ukra Ukrainian refugees that need a place to live? And if so, how about Cornwall? I might have a room in my home. That's a really good question because I was just talking to my husband about that yesterday as well. I was mm -hmm. saying, you know, we have room. Is there a way that we could welcome somebody in our home? People want to yeah. help and find some stuff so, to help. That is so uh, typical, by the way, of, of Cornwall in this area. <laughs> the first reaction is always, uh, what can we do? You know, how can we help? Mm -hmm. So stay in touch with your, with the federal government, right? It's very good because the plans are changing daily on this. So um, there are things you can do to help, but the best place to go is you can start with your MP or with Eric Duncan, and he will point you to all the resources to keep you up to date and to get your name on lists. Um, if there's anything that um, you can do to help. For now, a lot of the people, 1.5 million already have left. Mm -hmm. um, and their, their plan, a lot of them want to return, right? Mm -hmm. They've left brothers and husbands and sons there. Um, so they're still very much staying close to uh, Ukraine to be able to figure out when they can get back in. Um, but there are people they're going to need that are going to need spots and places. So yeah, be in touch with the feds. Get on lists, um, and because it, it's a daily changing situation, and we may need people to step up in the way that uh, Mr. Edward just just offered and suggested. Yeah, it is quite the situation. We were talking about it uh, with my lease before, and it's um, yeah, very scary situation. <laughs> those images are, you know, just frightening, mm -hmm. and I feel like 2022 has been tough, eh? Like we went through that whole. Um, you know, Omicron, then, 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 then the convoy and the Emergencies Act, and then, and now um, this, and thinking to myself, wow, 
trying to find that gratitude, eh? Trying to stay yeah. in that place of yeah. gratitude so that we can continue to support and offer support to other people who need us. Mm -hmm. it, it's yeah. been challenging, you know. Um, I remember uh, back in November when this Omicron phase just started, I was like so happy. I was like, you know, I've, 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 I have PTSD from the pandemic and um, I was actually getting back on my feet, getting back to normal, somewhat normal, you know, and I had put the wheels in motion for like, um, I'm expanding to Ottawa. So I had put my wheels in motion for that. And I was going to Ottawa every two weeks and, and then Omicron happened, you know, and then back to lockdown and not going anywhere and being super stressed out. And so that really kind of really broke my spirits because we were so close, you know, it's like, you can see the end, you can yeah. see the light at the end of the tunnel. We were so darn close and then boom, you know, but, um, and then, and then January and February has just been one thing after the other. So it's, it's uh, like you said, finding the, the little things that make you happy and being, thankful for what's happening today <laughs> well for me think, yeah go ahead yeah i was just gonna say like this ptsd too like with uh what i do on weekends with sheldon dj assistant and videographer our yeah. events are starting in march there middle of march we have a first event i'm scared to death to, mm -hmm. <laughs> to be in a room full of people right now i'm not sure how i'm gonna even deal with that and that's like wild, you know, that you're scared yeah. of people. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's something that you're totally crazy. I love. I love being around people normally. And right now it's like, I don't even want to go. So it's really scary. It's, it's going to take a while. I went to um, the Cornwall and District Labor uh, Dinner on oh, Saturday did you? at the Legion. Yeah, I, I never miss their International Women's Day. So instead of a breakfast, they did a dinner. And we sat at a dinner table a group of people oh. and took off our masks to, to eat. Of course. It yeah. felt so weird to even have general chit chat. You know, it was like, wow. Not over Zoom. <laughs> yeah, not over Zoom. And I'm an extrovert, right? So I'm, I love that stuff, but it really, yeah. it really felt weird, but it was great to be back. We talked, I talked to uh, Louise Mignot, you know, and we talked about the speaker and we talked about the two of you. And it was just really good to be able to talk to people that, that, that we know yeah. about other people that we know and yeah. about what's and, going on. So and Louise invited me and I'm like, I'm not there oh, yet. Yeah. I'm not there <laughs> yet. I'm not, I'm not, not there yet. No, I get it. I yeah. absolutely yeah. get it. I absolutely yeah. get it. Maybe but, next month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another dinner next month, maybe. But yeah, no, I, I'm, I totally. Um, Louise and I have lunch once in a while, so that's something I'm comfortable with. It's one on one, and we're at yeah. our house, and it's okay, you know. But yeah. um, other than that, like, um, it's even restaurants. Like, I terraces, yeah. Inside, yeah, we, we, we did I mean, a the terrace. Thing was there, okay, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, the, the other scary part, Bernadette, and I know you're a hugger. <gasps> I know. You like to hug. And here I went to the uh, opening of the farmer's market on Thursday and Brendan Norman comes over, gives me a hug. I'm like, oh, my God, I froze. Like, that's just <laughs> not even normal, you know? I know. It, <laughs> Back it, away. Yeah. Horrible. It, it took months for me to get used to that. And that's when, yeah. I mean, I worried about my own mental health, uh, to be quite yeah. frank. I've been frank about that. In the first six months of the pandemic, mm -hmm. where we really shut down and 
I just thought, how am I going to do this? Be mayor and be be healthy for mm-hmm. people, right? Yeah. And I found my way into to a healthy place. Uh, but now coming out of it, I think I'm. It's also going to be tough, right? Mm-hmm. I have pl- lunch plans at Birchwood this week, and I'm excited, but at the same time, I'm like inside yeah. nervous so i'm yeah so it's it's but but we have to right we have yeah to. I, I, absolutely that's what i was uh before the omicron wave i was telling my lease you know i have to push myself otherwise mm-hmm. you know yeah. i'm gonna be stuck in fear for the rest of my life like i have to push myself to do things and mm-hmm. and interact and i guess you know the it's kind of like reestablish trust into i don't know like health <laughs> like yeah. you're gonna go to the restaurant nothing's gonna happen and then you're gonna you know be okay that worked like let's do it again <laughs> that's a good word trust is the is the word of of the year i think yeah watching so, tv just makes me feel helpless and guilty on how easy we have things yeah. in life that's a big oh. debate right now like um Oh gosh, half, Joseph, that has been, it's huge, that feeling. Half of us believe that uh, we are being oppressed and half, half of us believe that we have everything so easy. So um, like, how do you navigate this much division? It is, it's wild. I don't, I don't get it. Like it is, it is like, there's no middle anymore. Everybody's either no. left or right. And it's like really left and really right, you know? I think that most people, though, are somewhere in the middle and they're quiet. Do you think? Yeah, Yeah. they're quiet. They're not they're not wanting to engage with, you know, um, anger. So they stay out of the arena. And it's too bad because you feel kind of like, where is everybody? Everybody's either, as you say, Julia, one end or the other. But Mm -hmm. the big piece. The big middle piece, I think it's a lot of people feeling like they just don't want to engage in anything that's going to be toxic or negative or scary. Um, So a lot of people I know have just removed themselves from the discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, you can't blame them because, you know, toxicity is is really unhealthy. Um, Uh But at the same time, you're like, okay, well, if you don't voice your opinion and you don't talk, these people might be, they they get more, um, they get into thinking that they are more than they are, you know? That's a good way of saying it. That, that, that's <laughs> that, right. That yeah. they're the majority when they're in fact the minority. Yeah. That's right. And it felt that way during the convoy, right? Um you know, I would walk through that convoy every day and they would say to us, well, it's peaceful. We're peaceful. But for some of us walking through that convoy, it, it didn't feel peaceful. It didn't mm-hmm. feel peaceful to me. I didn't experience it as a peaceful um, experience at all. Mm-hmm. And, and so it was important for me to say that, uh, to talk mm-hmm. to my colleagues about that. But, you know, uh, Julia, Mylise, you know, you two are brave. You're in the arena. You're in the space saying things that need to be said, saying what your truth is, right? A lot of people don't have that, um, the courage to do it or the energy or they've got other things that they need to get done. They've got other priorities that they need to focus on. So people like you two, you know, who keep showing up, like we need you to keep doing that. 
and it's uh, it's a scary place. Uh, journalists have been so targeted over yeah. the last two years. It's it's really you have no idea the amount of hate mail that we got and the the amount of messages I receive on a constant basis. You know, for speaking up, like um, we published a um, uh, letter to the editor, a, a letter to a letter to the editor that was not named. Like the person w wished to remain un unnamed, and and it's not something that's regularly done in journalism because you know usually editors require the name and and contact information of the person mm -hmm. to be given. Well, that information was given to us. We just decided not to publish it because of the topic. I knew that this person would get like all sorts of of, of hate mail if if yeah. if I was and death threats even, you know, like you never know where it goes. There people are so angry. So oh my God, that letter just um it it was wild. It was really wild. I've never experienced anything like this in my entire life. Like, um, yeah. And it's and my my office is my home. Mm. So, you know, my address is everywhere out there. And so I always feel targeted because people know where I am. So it's uh it's very scary. Um during the Emergencies Act debate, senators were getting, I mean, literally thousands of emails. Um mm -hmm. some senators were threatened, actually. Uh it it, it shut down our, our email system. Wow. The, the wow. emails that were coming in. And it is, it's very discouraging. And, you know, here in, in International Women's Day month, where I want to talk to women about running for office, because I think that that's still a, for me, that's still a main priority and still necessary for our society. Mm -hmm. I have to walk a fine line, right? I have to encourage women to run, but at the same time, say the truth that as women leaders, women, women in, in high profile positions, you will get your share of criticism and you will get probably more than your fair share of criticism and more mm -hmm. than your fair share of, of threats. I've been down that road too. Um, it's not good. It's not good, but you have to, you have to know that people need you to do what you're doing and yeah. that, you know, we're going to, we're going to try and have your back and protect you and support whatever it is that you do, mm -hmm. but it's hard. It takes courage. It takes a lot of guts. It, it does. And I, I lift my hat up to any woman who runs for office. It's like, it's really, I, I know f personally, I've been, you know, Bernadette, I've been contemplating it for years. I know. I know. And I'm still <laughs> contemplating it, but I'm not like, I, I, I'm not sure that I really want to put myself in that kind of situation because I know that, you know, People are going to dig in my past, not that I have anything to hide, but still, you know, it's like, okay, like all the stuff is going to, my, my brothers were drug dealers. So, you know, that's going to come out. Like yep. it's out now. All right. <laughs> but, but all right, still, here it is. There's the info. There it is. There it is. I'm, I'm ahead of it, but um, stuff is going to come out because people will try to, you know, undermine and, 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 and try to avoid anyways it was funny because uh, i i received an email last week from um the conservative i don't think it was the conservative party but it said it was the conservative something of canada and it was a seminar 
on running and it, they were inviting me to run for office, right? And so I'm, I'm scrolling down and I'm looking at it and it says it's nonpartisan, but the whole thing is branded blue and it has <laughs> conservative in its, in its title. So I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of iffy. And then I go on to look at the, the speakers for today and it was nothing but white older males. And I'm like, okay, way to try to attract women to run, right? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm not going to participate in that, but I might run though, because you know. It's just... <laughs> well, I have like I have I have much respect for partisan politics. I, I've done that. I've done the municipal nonpartisan. That's a favorite. But the partisan stuff is necessary. Our our whole system is is based on the fact that you have to have different parties, and mm -hmm. you know, I have respect for all of those parties. You know, um, but you need to put forward and you need to support people, not just say, I want women to run, actually ask women to run, actually put your money where your mouth is, actually yeah. help women to run. And so it's not just come on and listen to us. It's how, you know, how can we help women get to that place? Because, Julia, we really need people like you who are who are moms, right, who have kids, who have um, priorities that are based around could be based around family and children and how do we support women with children in these roles and, and women have said to me while my kids are younger i just don't want to put them through it i don't want to risk them being in the public eye you know we yeah. saw what happened to katherine mckenna in ottawa the um the mp and the minister of the environment for a time she and her kids went through a, a terrible time so how do we how do we support women through that? That's how what we have to figure out. Mm -hmm. It's not just asking them to run. You gotta you gotta ask and then help support. And support. Right, right, makes sense. Exactly. Wow, time is flying by, Bernadette. There was oh not a lot goodness. of questions, but there's a lot of viewers, so that's good. Um, and um, I want to thank you for being with us today. It's oh, always a oh, great I'm never going to say no to you guys. I'm never going to say no to you guys. <laughs> That's no, good. You know that. good to know. You know that. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. If you ask, uh, I'll show up. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. We're really happy to have you on. Just see, because uh, you have such a great balance, too. I mean, in the Senate, you're still practicing as a lawyer, you're out and about still. I, I don't know. I yeah, I don't you know had, how you, you, you juggle it all out. I, I don't know either. I actually thought you had moved to Ottawa, but so you're pretty well. No, no, I still have my house here. I, I, I live part-time in Ottawa, so I have an apartment oh, okay. in Ottawa so that I can, you know, when I'm there. Yeah. Um, the yeah. Senate sits late, by the way. The Senate um, starts later in the day, but we can sit past 9 o'clock. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. So it makes sense for me to live there part-time. But, yeah. like, for now, I'm on a two-week break from there, so I'm here doing some stuff for the legal clinic and catching up on friends and going to lunch and going to, going to events. <laughs> awesome. uh, tomorrow morning, there's a breakfast. Uh, so there's, uh, and there's, c'est le mois de la francophonie as well. Oh yeah. So I'm uh, getting in touch with my francophonie here in Cornwall. So yeah, there's lots to keep me here um, mm -hmm. and lots to feed my soul here. So that's, that's why it's important for me to, if the seeker wants to chat, I will always be here. Because I get a lot from this too. I get. I need you to be able to, uh, to tell me what's going on. I need to read uh, your publication to be able to see what what priorities um, are the focus for our community. So yeah, I'm going to keep doing that. 
Great. Wonderful. Awesome. Thanks for the catch-up chat. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hope it's a whole year. And you guys have done well. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. For, yeah, uh, it's it's been challenging throughout the um, the pandemic. pandemic, but it's had good and bad times, like good and bad um, sides, I should say. Yeah. Like the online version of the the magazine has been taking off like crazy. It's really really good. We're getting um, probably about a hundred thousand people monthly now that 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 go yeah. on like individuals so it's it's uh it's been really good there's a lot of traffic a lot of good engagements a lot of good conversations um so it's good we're here to yeah. stay yeah we're not <laughs> going anywhere all right bernadette have yourself a great day and a you super too. duper you week too. as i say yeah, yeah. <laughs> same to you we'll bye. see you soon bye yeah. take, take care, care. Bye. Oh, it's always nice to have Bernadette on. Oh my God, I feel. No, I'm all. Me too. Yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm ready to tackle the week and. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So nah, I was going to say about... I'm ready to run for office, but that's not just <laughs> there yet. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a big thing that, like you say, for women, that's that's a big step. Just it is uh, a big step. It's a big step. And it's, you know, like I have, I have kids, right? They're, they're older now, but I have kids. So it's always a concern that, you know, they're going to be mixed into the, the whole thing and, and teased and whatever, you know, in school. And yeah, so I don't know. Anyways, we'll see where it goes. So what do we have next? Oh, hold a on. Hint, a hint. A hint. <laughs> okay. It's time for... Okay. I, okay, so wait a minute. Here we go. I'm I'm trying to open this. <laughs> okay. So last last summer I was visiting the farmers market and there was a vineyard there. Actually, you can't really see it. So Julia kept saying, well, why are you not picking up wine for our taste test? And I thought, well, I don't know. Can we drink wine first thing in the morning? It's five o'clock somewhere. But then I saw this wine. It's Sea Buckthorn Wine. And the um, I, I, I don't really want to. You can say the name of the uh, distiller, the uh, vineyard, because it's French. It's Where is it? Here. Oh, Les Verchers Villeneuve. Yeah. Because I didn't know how to say it properly. And Blueberry Farm. Les Verchers yeah. Villeneuve and Blueberry Farm. So okay. he had, if you look at my out and about, he had all kinds of wines. And then he was telling me that this wine is very healthy. So Okay, he so what the heck is a sea buckthorn? Sea buckthorn. So I was reading about it. It's a berry customary to preparing jam or jelly, but can be made into wine. And not many people know that. It originated, and this is really weird, in the Ukraine. Oh, wow. And Northern Europe. The berry has been used over centuries for food, traditional medicine, skin treatment. Um, it can prevent diabetes. It's good for wrinkles. So oh. that's, a, that's a good thing. Good for wrinkles. You'll like that one. Improves blood pressure, lowers cholesterol, and that's you know what the berry does but i mean 
it's made into wine. So as soon as I heard all that, oh, and it's also used in some, oh my God, the word, I can't get the word, uh, essential oils. Okay. So there's a lot of health benefits to this. So I thought, you know what, we'll start the day by trying it. And I it's washed my glass of wine and, and I didn't, I let it dry and now it's all full of water stains and I'm, the more I'm trying to get rid of them, the worse it is. So my glass is stained, but don't worry oh, about it. Oh, I've got my white glass because oh, my normal okay. glasses are black and I want to see the color of this. All right. So it's five o'clock somewhere and we're okay. pouring. <laughs> yeah. Things that we've got a lot of uh, stuff on our mind. So it's driving like, us to drink. I'm not yeah. even like, I don't even know, like, uh, how, how are they doing it all the time? Oh, it's got a nice color and the body is. It's like an amber color. It's a, it's like an amber color. Yeah. Mm. And, mm. It smells like berries. Oh, it's got a very tart taste. What's it's, that back taste? It's definitely not sweet. Oh my God. What it, I'm, I'm now hold on, hold on. Is it like, Hmm. I'm trying to put my oh. finger on this. Now the berries are acidic, so you can really taste that. You can. It's very acidic. I'm, I'm going to see what you come up with. Cause I, <clears throat> I wrote down what the flavor is supposed to be. And I don't find it is. <laughs> I, I, there's a woodsy smell and taste to it. Don't you find? Mm -hmm. I don't like tart wine, but this, I really, I like it. This is good. It's really nice. But you haven't got the flavor yet. <sighs> I'm I'm smelling and tasting. I'm just getting. I'm. Oh my god! Part. Like there's something else, but I can't. I can't put my. Like I can smell it. I know what it is, but I can't put my. What is it? Tell me. Well, the description is honey pineapple flavor. Oh no. Light and mild, and that's why I'm saying that's what the description was that I found, but I'm not tasting that. Like I'm smelling. It's an Asian smell. Mm. I, I don't just, know. I don't know what it is either. So if anybody has we're not we're not wine connoisseurs, no. but if you want to go and 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 educate us on what this tastes like and see buckthorn. So basically you can pick it up every Thursday at the farmers market. Mm. The uh Le Verger, Villeneuve and Blueberry Farm. They're there from three to six thirty every Thursday at the Cornwall Square. And he's actually, I think I wrote down They've got about, I think, 24 different kinds of wines. Please Come and get a glass. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's good mm. though. It's yep. very good. And they make, um, they're making kiwi wine. They're making all kinds oh. of different wines. And they it use. It goes down really easy. And they, they're using local, local uh, berries and, and all that stuff. So. That's great. Mm. It's. I'm just looking. I'm not a wine connoisseur like I I, I know my red wine because you know that's a must when you're Italian or part Italian 
Like I grew up with red wine. Yeah, and I <laughs> I'm not say. red wine so, is not good for me at all. It gets so it doesn't work. I'm a red wine person, but mm. um and I'll know my red wine, but white wine I'm not, but I this is very lovely. It's it's fruity, so it would go down easy on a summer day, hot summer day. But it's I'm got still, it's got that taste. That we I'm I'm still trying to put my finger on it. it. It when I when I smell, I'm getting an I'm I don't know why I'm getting Asian vibes. Like hmm. like it's a smell that I taste that I that I've seen in Asian cuisine. It's just tart. I feel it's just curry. Tartic. I don't know. It yes, it smells curry? like green curry. Yes, it's definitely a curry smell. Coconut, coconut, um, coconut, coconut milk and green curry. Yep. Oh, well, maybe I'm out. Considering it's supposed to be honey pineapple. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of I'm, I'm smelling curry. That's but what I'm smelling. I've put my finger on it. It's definitely, I'm, I smell, it smells like the green, green curry, curry at the Spicy Pearl. Oh, <laughs> I've never, I've never tried green curry. That's spicy wicked, pearl. wild. Mm, now I'm it, hungry for green curry. <laughs> but it is, it's a, it's a really different wine. It's not sweet. It's tart. It's really good. And I'm not one for dry tart wines, but I, it's good. It doesn't taste like green curry, but it definitely smells like there's a hint of green curry in the, in the a smell of it. Yeah. A kind of a woodsy taste. Mm-hmm. It's good. But, yeah, you can go down to the market though on Thursdays, and you can he, you can taste the different wines too. So I'd be I'd be curious. I was going to say I'd be curious to try a kiwi wine, for example. That would be different. Yeah, for sure. I checked right. his, I checked his website, and he does have some different wines. Let me just find where is the website. You've got the label, so the website is on it. Oh, vergevilleneuve.com. Okay. So go check the website because it's got all the different wines listed and there's some interesting, interesting ones. Will do, will do. All right. Do we have events coming up? Well, we still have the Learn to Read the Tarot Cards starting okay. March the 7th, which is today. So if you've registered, that's great. And if not, you might still have time to register. So Learn to Read Tarot Cards with Bride Rose starting today it's a six-week free course at the library and it's it's at 5 30 in the evening so if you uh want to still register and see if you can get in go to www.library.cornwall.on.ca okay and then the other things that i really like is the art hive they're at the library now the last saturday of each month from noon to one mm -hmm. so you just go in and create they supply all the, um, you know, paper and pens and paints or whatever, and you go in and create. And I know they're having an event on St. Patrick's Day at Cornwall Square on March 17th, where you can go and create in green. So that should be interesting, too. But uh, the Art Hive is at the Cornwall Square every third Saturday of each month from 1 to 3. So it, it's great because... Like Yaffa, Yaffa is always there and Richard Salem is always there. And it's like she says, art connects people. Whether you know how to paint or you know how to do anything, it just connects you. 
Yes, it does. It's awesome. And, and right now, this day and age, that's what we need is people mm -hmm. connecting. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're looking on your screen. Are you finding anything else? No, no. I was just uh, looking to see, but I don't see anything else. So um, that's it. Just remember to send us your events. If you have anything coming yep. up in the next few weeks, you can go to theseeker.ca, uh, click on, on events, and then you can click on submit an event, and um, it will go into our calendar. And as long as you have your events in there, by the 22nd of each month, they'll go into the print magazine. And we are working on our kids' magazine this time. It's going to be called Kidding Around, and it's all about kids from uh, zero to 18. So so if you have any registration coming up for uh, softball, uh, ball hockey, uh, soccer. Um, soccer, like anything uh, for the summer, just uh, go ahead and um, let us know. Send it to info at theseeker.ca. Let us know what's coming yeah. up because we want to have a few pages of uh, events and things that kids can register for now that things are kind of starting going to, to happen. Normal. And I want to mention our new contest because um, we're going to be starting uh, to to do something for businesses who have been suffering so much throughout the pandemic. So we're going to be drawing every month um, advertisements. So there's going to be four eight of a page and two quarter pages that will be drawn every free. month uh, for free. And then uh, all you have to do is send an email uh, to info at theseeker.ca and mention that you are wanting to enter the draw and your name will be put in automatically. And then uh, if you're a winner, you'll know by, um, the, by the 20th 20th of the month. And, uh, and yeah, so participate, send your emails. We'll, we'll, we're free to help you. We're free. We're, we're free, but we're happy to help. <laughs> exactly. Trying to, trying to give back and help people out because everybody's Absolutely. had a hard time through the Absolutely. last two years. So on that note, that's it for us for today. Have a great day and a super duper week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.